Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Around the Diamond. My name is Bobby B. And if this is your first time joining us, I'm so or joining me, I'm so glad that you're here to listen to the podcast. And if you've become a regular, I'm super thrilled to have you back. Last night was opening night, yeah, you know, opening day, opening night yesterday in Major League Baseball. One of my favorite, favorite days of the year. And uh, I got to attend the Angels White Sox game, which the Angels won on a late rally, four to three over my uh, my American League pick to go to the World Series, the Chicago White Sox. Um it was a fun game. A lot of energy out at the Big A for only, you know, 13,800, I think, was the attendance. But a lot of energy out there, uh, quite a bit more than than normal when it's a when it's a big crowd. So a lot of fun yesterday or last night at the game and uh, tons of baseball to talk about today. This is our first show that isn't doing a, a team preview type of thing or prediction type of thing. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about how all of the opening night games ended up. We're going to give you some of the winning and losing pitchers. We're going to do an Angel Padre Dodger report. And then we're going to do a, f- a couple fun little segments today. We're going to do uh, this state in baseball history. And boy, there's some really cool things that have happened uh, on this state in baseball history. And also, we're going to do a little bit of, of baseball trivia today for you guys out there. Um, some Dodgers, some Angels, and some Padres. We're going to keep it in-house today, Southern California style for the trivia. And uh, I want to get you guys involved. The only way to do that is to get you on our show or get you on my show. We would love to do a segment with you guys and fair or foul would be the name of the segment. That's what I'm working on right now. And give you an example of how a fair or foul uh, segment would be. Uh, example, I would say Mike Trout this year, 40 home runs. You know, will he hit 40 home runs? Fair or foul? Obviously fair if you think he'll do it. Foul if you don't. I would love to bring a couple people on air and have a fair or foul segment once a week. I think that would be great to get you guys involved. So please, if you're interested in coming on and uh, being one of my callers and, and doing the fair or foul segment with me on our next podcast, please hit me up on Twitter at podcaster Bobby B again at podcaster Bobby B. And if you're interested in, in hitting me up on Instagram, it's ATD with Bobby B. ATD with Bobby B. Hit me up on either one of those platforms, and I would love to get my first couple people that reach out onto our next pod onto my next podcast to do a fair or foul segment. So to get to get on to all of opening day news and notes. Let's start off with the uh, games that were early games out on the East Coast before we work our way out West. So the Toronto Blue Jays uh, played the New York Yankees, and that was uh, a nice pitching matchup. Of course, almost every pitching matchup was great on opening day. You got your usually your best pitchers going. But uh, in this game, it was Garrett Cole against Hung Jung Ryu and uh Garrett Cole and Ryu both pitched five and a third innings. They had very similar uh, line scores today. Garrett Cole, five and a third. He allowed five hits, two runs, two walks with eight strikeouts. He allowed a home run. And Ryu also went five and a third. He allowed four hits, two runs, one walk, five strikeouts. And he allowed a home run. Uh, Neither one, uh, neither Ryu or Cole figured in the decision today. This game went extra innings. Romano picked up the win for Toronto as they beat the Yankees three to two. Merriweather got his save. Uh, We'll see if he's going to be one of the guys that uh, will be setting up or closing games late for the Toronto Blue Jays. I I believe they're probably going to go to Romano uh, most of the time when they have a lead with uh, Kirby H being out for the season. But Merriweather looked great today. One inning and three strikeouts. The loss went to Nelson on the Yankees. So again, in that game, it was the Blue Jays three and the Yankees two. 
Moving on to the Indians and the Tigers. That was the Snow Bowl today. That was a lot of fun, or yesterday, I should say. I don't know if you saw the highlights or not of this game, but uh, a ton of snow coming down early in the game, and and, uh, that was kind of fun to watch. It reminded me of uh, a Green Bay Packers football game, you know, in the dead of winter. Uh, Good times out there. Uh, Another nice pitching matchup today. One of the best in Major League Baseball. And Shane Bieber was going for the Cleveland Indians. Matthew Boyd for the Detroit Tigers. And uh, believe it or not, Matthew Boyd uh, helped pitch Shane Bieber today. Boyd goes five and two thirds, gives up three hits, no runs. He got a little wild today. He did walk four, but he he wiggled out of jams all day long and uh, picks up the victory. Shane Bieber, he takes the loss. He went six innings, five hits, three earned runs, three walks and 12 strikeouts. Um, Bieber looked good today after he got through that first and second inning. Uh, He struggled a little bit early on, but really pitched well, third, fourth, fifth and sixth. Uh, He did give up a two run homer to Miguel Cabrera. So uh, we were wondering Miguel Cabrera is one of the contracts we talk about as one of the worst contracts in baseball. And uh, we were wondering with all the rest and the shortened season last year, if, if that would help him with his age, uh, would he come back a little bit of a stronger hitter? And he had a, a pretty nice spring and he has parlayed that into the first game of the season. So the Toronto Blue Jays, again, win that game, by a final score of three to two. We're going to move on to the Twins and the Brewers. This one went extra innings. This was a fun game to watch today. The Milwaukee Brewers pull out the 6-5 victory. Milwaukee with three runs in the ninth inning to to tie the game, coming back from a 5-2 deficit and then winning it in the top of the 10th. Uh, the... Uh, the uh, closer today for the Minnesota Twins was their newly acquired closer, uh, Colome, who uh, Colome, I'm going to say his name right, who they got in free agency was uh, he was with the Chicago White Sox for quite a while. He came in today and threw gasoline on the fire, uh, although it wasn't all his fault. There was a big error in the inning and uh, it, it, uh, it ended up being 300 runs against Colome, uh, Colome excuse me, but he did give up two hits, three hundred runs in that one inning. And he did get tagged with the blown save. Dobnik ended up getting the loss and that win in extra innings goes to one of the best relievers in all of baseball, Josh Hader. The starters were Kenta Maeda and Brandon Woodruff. Uh, neither one pitched exceptionally well today. Maeda only went four and a third, allowed six hits, two runs, one earned, five strikeouts, uh, a couple walks. And Brandon Woodruff, uh, he struggled today through a ton of pitches, uh, four innings for him, six hits, three runs, two walks, five strikeouts. Again, the final score in this one, the uh, Milwaukee Brewers six and the Minnesota Twins five. And by the way, the big error in this game, former Halo Andrelton Simmons and uh, this happened on a throw from from uh, Colome, which was a wild throw. But then Simmons missed a, a catch and ended up being, I believe, two errors in the inning. And uh, it led to those 300 runs. So, again, Andrelton Simmons, it seems the last season and a half, his defense has been slipping just a little bit. So we'll see if that continues. But today, a big error, and that did cost him the game. Moving on to the Pirates and the Chicago Cubs. Uh, another little surprise here today. The Chicago Cubs uh, go down 5-3 to the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Cubs only have two hits in this game today. Their only hits were uh, from Anthony Rizzo and Eric Sogard. That's it. The Chicago Offense was was silent today, and it was mostly a bullpen game by the Pittsburgh uh, Pirates today as uh, Cool went three innings, allowed one hit, two runs, one earned, three walks. So he was wild, a couple strikeouts. And then it was a bullpen game the rest of the way. Uh, the win ended up going to Howard. He's 1-0. He struck out the side in his one inning of work. The loss goes to Liam Hendricks. Uh, 
or that would be Kyle Hendricks, excuse me, not Liam. Uh, Kyle Hendricks takes the loss. He struggled today, too. Ton of pitches, three innings, four hits, three runs, all earned, three walks, four strikeouts. And he also allowed a home run. Today, Cubs go down to the Pirates, five to three. And moving on to the Braves and the Phillies, an- another one that didn't quite play out the way that I would have thought it would have played out on opening day. The Pirates win this one, or I should say the Phillies, excuse me, win this one in the bottom of the 10th with a 3-2 victory today. On the mound to start the game was Aaron Nola. He he pitched well today, and he was in total control. Six and two-thirds innings, uh, two earned runs, no walks, six strikeouts. He did allow a home run. He allowed six hits in those six and two-third innings, but again, no walks, uh, pitched very well. A bullpen for the for the Phillies today uh, finally looked good. Uh, Archie Bradley came in and got an out and Alvarado, one of their big pickups pitched a, an, uh, he walked a guy, gave up a hit, but pitched around it with three strikeouts. Uh, uh, Nectar uh, Harris pitched a good inning and uh, Brogdon. This is a new guy for the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, Brogdon, Brogdon, not sure exactly how to say that name, but Connor, I'm going to go with Connor Brogdon. Uh, he picks up his first ever, uh, Major League Baseball save in this game. So again, the Phillies beat the Braves three to two in 10 innings. Uh, real quick, uh, Freed started this game for the Atlanta Braves. Five innings, six hits, two runs, two walks, eight strikeouts. And um, the Atlanta bullpen pitched really well. They shut out the Phillies the rest of the way until the 10th inning when uh, the Phillies did get that run. Uh, you know, I hate this rule with starting a runner at second base. Uh, most of the time, these games aren't going to go beyond 10 innings. You know, um, it's kind of like the shootout in hockey. It really doesn't tell you who the best team is. I'm not a big fan of it. It does. I guess it makes it exciting, but uh, not for me. I prefer to be I'm a traditionalist and I'd like it to go back to the way it was. You play extra innings just just like it's always been and. When someone wins the game, they win the game. I don't care how long it goes, but uh, the new progressive people in Major League Baseball, they want to get the games over with, I guess, and make it a little more exciting for the fans. Uh, The next game we're going to look at today was a wild one uh, early on. The St. Louis Cardinals crushed the Cincinnati Reds 11-6. to The pitching matchup in this one today and neither one lasted very long. Check this out. Luis Castillo on the Reds, three and a third, eight hits, 10 runs. That is a career high, eight earned runs, two walks, no strikeouts, and a home run allowed. And Jack Flaherty's numbers, not pretty either. Four and a third for the Cardinals, six hits, six runs, all earned, two walks, four strikeouts, and he allowed two home runs. Gallegos ended up in picking up the win for the Cardinals in relief. And obviously the loss went to Luis Castillo. Uh, Taking a look at the offense today, a six run first inning for the Cardinals, a big day by Paul Goldschmidt, four for five with an RBI three runs scored. He was one of the big offensive uh, guys in this game today. Nolan Arenado in his debut, he goes two for five with a run and an RBI uh, Carlson for the Cardinals hit a home run off Castillo and O'Neill hit one off of Cam Bedrosian. And looking at the other side for the Cincinnati Reds today, Castellanos had a home run off Flaherty and uh, Eugenio Suarez hit a home run off Flaherty as well. In that game, uh, Nick Castellanos was the big offensive guy, three for five with two runs and two RBIs. So that was an exciting game today. Cardinals and Reds, a a high scoring one. And how about this one? Talk about high scoring and wild. Kansas City beats the Texas Rangers 14 to 10. This one only took nine innings. This game was 5-5 at the end of an inning today. So you can imagine how the starting pitching fared in this game today. And boy, did I get screwed because I picked up the uh, Kansas City starter uh, today, Brad Keller, before the game. And he was just god-awful today. Brad Keller with the worst start of his career. He goes an inning and a third, nine hits allowed, six earned runs, two walks, and no strikeouts. So eight 
uh, 9, 10, 11 base runners allowed by Keller in an inning and a third. Just just horrendous. And they won the game. That, that's what's crazy. Uh, Kyle Gibson lit up for the Rangers. Uh, he goes only a third of an inning. The guy gets one out. He allows seven base runners and only got one out. Four hits, five runs, all earned, three walks, and a strikeout. Uh, that ERA for the season for Kyle, 135.0. Uh, Cody takes the loss for the Texas Rangers, and Hernandez picks up the win for the Kansas City Royals. The big offensive stars today, we got quite a few to talk about. Uh, Whit Merrifield, he goes three for five today with two ribbies, two runs scored. Um, uh, Jorge Soler, he goes two for two with two RBIs, two walks, and two runs scored. Uh, Isbell in right field, three for five with a run score, two RBIs. And uh, Taylor in center field goes three for five with a run and three RBIs. So a lot of offense today for the Royals. And looking over at the Texas Rangers, uh, my favorite, I told you this guy's going to have an absolutely phenomenal year, and that's David Dahl. Don't forget about this David Dahl guy. He goes three for five today with two runs scored and a walk. A great start for him. Joey Gallo, big day for him, two for three, two ribbies, a run scored, and Joey Gallo with three walks today. Uh, no home runs for the Texas Rangers in this game today for uh, the Kansas City Royals. Taylor had one. Uh, Solaire had one and Whit Merrifield had one. So a three home run day for the Kansas City Royals. I think the Royals are going to be a lot better than people expect this year. I'm not so sure about their pitching, but I really, really like the Royals lineup this year. Uh, moving on to the... Because we're having some, I'm having some computer problems pulling up the score. That would be the Tampa Bay Rays and the Miami Marlins. This was a pitching duel the whole game. Uh, a five hitter for Miami, a three hitter for Tampa Bay. And the final score in this game was one nothing Tampa Bay. Uh, this game, again, all about the pitching. Tyler Glass now, what a great start today. Six innings, one hit, no runs. No walks, six strikeouts. Fairbank uh, Thompson ends up getting the win, excuse me, for the in relief. Fairbanks with the hold, Castillo with the save, and Miami, a great day from Alcantara. He goes six innings, two hits, no runs, two walks, seven strikeouts. Uh, Yimi Garcia, former Dodger, takes the loss. He goes an inning and gives up the one run, and that was a home run to Adamas, uh, the shortstop for Tampa. That was the only run in this game. Uh, the attendance today, by the way, only 7,062. That was less than half of what was actually allowed at the stadium today in Miami. So the attendance issues continue even with the social distanced um, numbers that they're allowed to have, which is really sad. Uh, we're going to move it out uh, west now. And we're going to talk about the Giants and the Seattle Mariners. Another really entertaining game today. Uh, this one was all San Francisco early. And then Seattle gets a six-run eighth inning to bring it back. The Giants then score to retie the game in the ninth. And that brings it to extra innings where Seattle wins it in the bottom of the tenth. Uh, Kevin Gosman, the starter for the Giants today, pitched a wonderful game. Six and two thirds, two hits, one run. It was earned two walks, six strikeouts um, for the Giants. The the uh, loss actually goes to Alvarez, uh, the blown save to Rogers uh, for Seattle. It was not such a good day for uh, Mig uh, Miguel Gonzalez as he goes. He does go six innings, but he allows eight hits, five runs. All earned three walks, two strikeouts, but the big knock on him today, uh, and I said Miguel Gonzalez, excuse me, it's Marco Gonzalez. Marco Gonzalez today gives up three home runs. Uh, Miss Shevitz picks up the win, his first win of the year for the Seattle Mariners in relief. Montero did pick up a blown save as he had come in to close the game in the ninth when the Giants had tied it up. Uh, in this game, Fraley for the Mariners, France, Marmalejos, and Trammell with an RBI, and Moore picks up three RBIs for Seattle. Um, and then looking over at the Giants, they had a little power today. Like I mentioned, the home runs off Gonzalez, Longoria home run 
Buster Posey a home run, Slater a home run, Dickerson the home run to tie the game in the ninth. Big offensive day for the C uh, for the San Francisco Giants, but not enough as the Mariners hold on and win in ten. Or I shouldn't say hold on; they come on, they break the tie in the tenth and win it eight to seven. Taking a look at the at the uh, Houston Astros and the Oakland A's. A tough, tough opener today for Oakland. They had a really nice start today from Chris Bassett. He got a little tired in the uh, sixth inning today and gave up a couple runs. But up to that point, he was he was pitching real well. Uh, I'll tell you who outpitched him. And I, I don't have a lot to say about this guy because I really don't know with his age. And I didn't think he pitched all that great last year. How he would do in that sack, Granky, and and he pitched great today. Granky uh, for Houston, he does get the win. He goes he goes six innings, three hits, no runs, four strikeouts. Uh, Paredes gets the hold, and uh, and then Taylor gets a, gets credited for a hold on Houston. There was no save today because it was a blowout game. Bassett takes the loss. He goes five and a third, four hits, three runs, all earned two walks and three strikeouts uh, in this game home. Let's see if we got any home runs uh, Brantley and Bregman both hit home runs. And those were both off a of choleric late in the game. Choleric is uh, the, on the Oakland, one of the Oakland relievers. Uh, any big offensive days here? We let's see here. We had uh, Bregman, obviously two for four with two ribbies, a home run and a walk. Michael Brantley with the home run, and he was three for four today with two runs, an RBI, and a walk. And Altuve today picked up a hit and a walk and a couple runs scored. I, gosh, I don't think he did that all year last year. Uh, it was such a terrible season for him, but uh, everybody had a, a good night in Houston. So again, Houston blows out the A's in this one. Now we're going to take a look at the uh, local teams in Southern California. And that would be the uh, angels, the Dodgers and the Padres. And we're going to first start today with a fun stat of the day. And this has to do with, we're going to start with the angels. This has to do with Albert Pujols and opening day. So April 1st, uh, veteran first baseman Albert Pujols became just the third player in Major League history to make 21 consecutive starts on opening day to start a career. Only three players all time have started in more opening day games than Pujols. Pete Rose with 23, Carl Yastrzemski with 22, and Hank Aaron with 22. We'll have to see if Pujols decides to go another year uh, to try to, to to tie those records. But uh, congratulations to Albert Pujols, who, by the way, had a big RBI in this game, which we'll talk about in just a few minutes. Some other Angels news today. David Fletcher and the Angels agree to a five-year extension. Uh, the extension is for $26 million over the five years, but it also includes two club options that can make this contract go seven years at $41 million. Uh, those club options are uh, 2026, $8 million, and 2027 contract of $8.5. If he does not get those options, the Angels would have to pay a $1.5 million buyout for each of those years. So I have a funny feeling that uh, David Fletcher is going to be around for a long time. And that's exciting for the Los Angeles Angels. Now, looking tonight at how uh, the Angel game went, I was there. So I was excited to be able to talk about it tonight. Uh, the Angels today, uh, they came back and beat the Chicago White Sox by a score of four to three. It was a big, big uh, RBI ground out of all things for uh, Albert Pujols in the bottom of the eighth at the Big A today that helped the Angels uh, come back in this game. Mike Trout, that actually gave the Angels the, the go-ahead run. Uh, Mike Trout with a base hit down the left field line to to uh, tie the game. Again, the Angels today, they beat the White Sox 4-3. to three. Taking a look at uh, the starting pitching today, it was uh, Lucas Giolito for the Chicago White Sox. He went 5-3, and a third, and boy, he looked good the first few innings tonight. 
he he gave up two hits, two runs, both earned, two walks, eight strikeouts. He did allow the home run. Uh, the loss goes to Aaron Bummer, who went two thirds of an inning, gave up two hits in the two runs. They were both unearned runs as there was an error in the inning. And for the angels, Dylan Bundy looked sharp. He went six innings, six hits allowed three runs, one walk, six strikeouts. And one of those runs that came in was on a wild pitch. Uh, turns out that Mike Myers gets the victory for the angels and boy, did Rasil Inglesias look great. He came in, mowed the first two guys down and then got a fly out to end the game. One, two, three for him. Uh, Max Stassi for the Halos hits a home run. Adam Eaton for the Chicago White Sox hits a home run. Uh, not really any big offensive days today. Stassi had two hits. Uh, no one else on the Angels had a multi-hit game today. Adam Eaton was the only, uh, excuse me, Mancata was the only player on the White Sox with a two-hit game uh, today. So uh, it was a, a well-pitched game. And a very, very nice victory for the Halos in, on opening night. Lots of energy in the crowd tonight. Uh, you know, 14,000 and change sounded like a 45,000 crowd tonight, which was awesome to see. So the Angels tonight with the victory, 4-3 to three over the White Sox, and they win their home opener and start the year 1-0, which is exciting. We're going to go on to the uh, San Diego Padres. That game today was... was uh, up and down the Padres uh, come back and beat the Diamondbacks eight to seven in a wild one. Um, today it was Darvish and, and Bumgardner. Neither pitched well Darvish four and two thirds innings, eight hits, four runs, all learned a walk and six strikeouts. He allowed two home runs. And unfortunately for Madison Bumgardner, it just continues to look like he's completely lost it. He goes four innings, seven hits, six earned runs, three walks allowed, and six strikeouts, also a couple home runs. Uh, Young, Al Young ended up getting the loss today for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And for the uh, Padres, Pagan picks up the win, Pomerantz with the hold, and Mark Melanson picks up the save. Uh, the pitching for the Padres today, once you Darvish got out of the game, looked pretty good. The, sp the left-handed specialist, Tim Hill, was the only one that had some trouble today. He only got one guy out and allowed two hits and, and uh, three runs. A couple of those were home runs. Uh, Kettle Marte with a big offensive day for Arizona today, including – he had a four-hit day, including a home run. Um, Cabrera with a home run. Alo Castro with a home run off a of hill and Steven Vaught with a home run off of hill for the Padres today. It was Eric Hosmer and Will Myers with homers as they went back to back today in that game. Hosmer goes three for four with three ribbies on that home run. We were talking about uh, Cronenworth. Great day today, two for two with three runs scored and two walks. Uh, Machado starts off a little cold. Owen five Tatis one for five today. In this one, and looking over at the Arizona Diamondbacks lineup, uh, Cabrera, two for five with three ribbies. And like I said, Marte, big day for him, four for five, two runs scored, and an RBI. So the Padres win their home opener by beating the Arizona Diamondbacks eight to seven, which is great news. A big, nice early season win helped build that confidence up. And hopefully the San Diego Padres uh, we'll get a little better pitching from Blake Snell come tomorrow than they got from you, Darvish, today. And here's the surprise. I know it's only one game, but the Colorado Rockies, who I think maybe, if not the worst team in baseball, right there with the second worst team in baseball, and they dispatched the Dodgers today 8-5. to five. Clayton Kershaw really roughed up for the for the Dodgers. He goes five and two thirds allows 10 hits, six runs, five earned and a walk just a pair of strikeouts. Uh, Nelson came in, Jimmy Nelson. He only got two guys out. He allowed two more runs and two walks uh, for Colorado. Uh, Herman Marquez, he only went four innings. He was wild, but he, he, he I'll tell you, let's talk about playing Houdini. Herman Marquez today, four innings, six hits, six walks, 12 base runners in four innings. He allowed one run. Amazing. <laughs> he didn't make it to the fifth uh, through the fifth. So he did not get credit for the victory. Uh, Gonzalez got the win. Bard got the save and Bard loaded the bases with, with one out in the uh, ninth before getting out of that jam. 
the loss obviously goes to Clayton Kershaw in this game and looking at some offense in, uh, in this one today, uh, believe it or not in Colorado, there were no home runs today. There were a couple errors though. Uh, Justin Turner and Corey Seager both made errors for the Dodgers today. And looking at the offense, uh, there were some two hit games, Mookie Betts, Corey Seager, uh, Cody Bellinger, Max Muncie, Gavin Lux, and believe it or not, Clayton Kershaw, who was two for three with a run scored today, they had enough offense, 15 hits in nine innings, but they just weren't able to get the big the big hits when they needed them. The Colorado Rockies, they had a two-hit day from C.J. Crone, a two-hit day from Trevor Story, and a three-hit day from Owings, who went three for three with an RBI and a walk. He got on base all four at bat. So he had a great game today for the Colorado Rockies. Again, the Rockies win this game over the Dodgers eight to five. Again, it's just a home opener. Um, I know Kershaw had a rough spring, but uh, it is Colorado. We know how the ball flies out of there. So we'll have to see if this is uh, a trend with Clayton Kershaw, what happened at the end of spring and how today started, or if this was just one of those Coors, you know, field specials, even though the ball, stayed in the yard uh, that, you know, there was a lot of offense in this game. So again, Dodgers go, uh, go down today to the Rockies eight, five and start off the season. Oh, and one. Now it's time to have some fun and we're going to take a look at some baseball history for this date. And boy, there's a lot of cool stuff that is that's happened. We're going to start and go back to 1982 during an exhibition contest at Jack Murphy Stadium, Steve McCaddy steps to home plate with a 15-inch toy bat, as instructed by A's manager Billy Martin, furious that a DH isn't being allowed because the meaningless game is taking place in, the, in an NL park. After plate umpire Jim Quick refuses to let the Oakland starter use the prop, the right-hander takes three called strikes with a real bat. And I thought that was a fun little story that happened back in 1982. Moving on to 1992, the Phillies acquire right-hander Kurt Schilling from Houston in exchange for Jason Grimsley, who will never throw a pitch in an Astros uniform. Schilling plays nine seasons in the city of brotherly love, compiling a 101 and 78 record along with a 335 ERA during his 242 appearances with the team 1995 having the first 23 days of the season canceled and 252 games of the previous season lost the owners accept the players March 31st unconditional offer to play a 144 game schedule and the players decide to return to work when a U.S. district judge issues an injunction restoring the expired agreements terms and conditions. Uh, 1996, Tiger first baseman Cecil Fielder steals the first base of his 11-year career in his 1,097th Major League game, establishing, establishing the most extended duration a player has ever gone without recording a stolen base. The feat is so unexpected that the Metrodome crowd gives Big Daddy a standing ovation to which he responds with a good-natured, tip of the cap um boy i i loved watching cecil fielder man that guy could hit a home run <laughs> and apparently steal a base uh we move on to 1997 gary sheffield uh, who hit 314 with 42 homers and 120 rbis and the Marlins agree to a six-year, $61 million contract extension. The deal is the largest in total dollars in baseball history, but is only the third highest annual salary behind Albert Bell's uh, 1996 to 2011 um, million dollar contract and Barry Bonds' 93 to 98, $11.131 million contract. Uh, moving on to 2001, we're getting a little closer to 2021. Uh, an opening day Yank on opening day, Yankee fireballer Roger Clemens becomes the all-time AL career strikeout leader, moving ahead of Walter Johnson when he whiffs Royals John Randa for his 3,509th Junior Circuit victim, passing the big train. The Rocket now takes over the seventh spot 
in major league history. Moving on to, let's see, let's pick a year here. Let's go to 2007. Josh Hamilton, the Reds' 25-year-old rookie who has overcome a nearly career-ending history of substance abuse, receives a 22-second standing ovation from the fans at Great American Ballpark as he makes his major league debut. The former number one draft choice lines out, pinch-hitting, uh, for pitcher Kirk Sarlus in the eighth inning and then plays left field for the remainder of the 5-1 opening day victory over Chicago. The same day, Mike Hampton, this is in 2007, signs the richest contract ever given to a pitcher. He makes his Rockies debut, getting the victory when they when the when the Rocks won eight nothing. His contract was 123.8 million. He did get off to a nine and two start for Colorado, but of course, we all know how that went after that. He went 21 and 28 with a 5.75 ERA over the next year and a half, and then eventually ended up being dealt to the Atlanta Braves. If you remember that one. 2008, this was a fun one. In the sixth inning of the Dodgers' 3-2 victory over the Giants, Ed Monahue, the the, uh, umpire, tosses Larry Boa for not staying in the third-base coaching box after warning him to follow the new rule established following the tragic death of Tulsa Drillers' first-base coach, uh, of the Tulsa Drillers' first-base coach, Mike Kulba. L.A. manager Joe Torre and bench coach Bob Schaefer need to restrain the former infielder and skipper during this inappropriate and aggressive behavior towards the umpires, which of course led to a three game suspension. Uh, moving on to 2011, Ichiro Suzuki breaks the Mariners franchise record with an infield single off A's reliever, Brian Fuentes in the team's five, two victory over Oakland, the Seattle right fielder beginning his 11th season with the M's surpasses the total of 2,247 hits Established by Hall of Famer, we know who that is, Edgar Martinez, who is Seattle's designated hitter from 1987 to 2004. Moving on to, let's go to 2000 and uh, let's see, what should we do here? How about 20? uh, Do we have a good one here? I'm looking for a couple of good ones. Um, Well, how about this one? We're going to actually stay in 2011. Uh, Matt Kane, the longest tenure giant, comes to terms with the team on a five-year extension uh, that will keep the uh, six-foot-five-five uh, Matt Kane on the Giants until 2017. The 27-year-old right-hander had been the staff's workhorse, averaging 32 starts in each of those six seasons. One of only three pitchers in Major League Baseball that had pitched an average of 32 starts from 2010 through uh, 2009 through 2011. And our last one today, and this is sure uh, not the same, not the same Madison Bumgarner that we've seen the last couple of years, but in 2017, a six, five opening day walk-off victory for the giants. Madison Bumgarner becomes the first pitcher to hit two home runs In the first game of a season, the 27-year-old Southpaw retires the first 16 batters he faces, striking out 11 with no walks in seven innings of work at Chase Field. So some some fun baseball history for this date. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I sure did. I I just I was going through them uh, tonight for about an hour uh, before recording this podcast. And boy, oh boy, I'm going to be excited to bring this segment to you guys, you know, uh, probably uh, every episode's the the plan. I'm learning a lot reading this stuff. It's it's a lot of fun. So we're going to I'm going to go into uh, one more fun little thing here tonight before we uh, sign off or before I sign off. And that's going to be some Southern California baseball trivia. Uh, and a, this can also go back, um, depending on what questions I use here, it could go back to the older days in Brooklyn as well with uh, the Dodgers. But we're going to start with the Dodgers tonight and we're going to we're going to have some fun. Tr- we're going to have some fun trivia and I'm going to see if you guys know the answer and I'll give you a second to think about it. I'll give you some choices and then I will let you know what the answer is and I'll let you know um, if I got it right or not. So the first question tonight in Dodger trivia, the nickname 
Dodgers originally referred to dodging what? And your four choices are the police, trolleys, bullets, or horse droppings. Again, the nickname Dodgers originally referred to dodging what? The police, trolleys, bullets, or horse droppings. I guessed the police, and I clearly didn't know what I was talking about. I was wrong. The correct answer is trolleys. In 1892, the city of Brooklyn began replacing its slow-moving horse-drawn trolley lines with faster, more powerful electric with with more powerful electric trolley lines. In less than three years, electric trolley accidents in Brooklyn had resulted in more than 130 deaths and maimed well over 500 people. As a result, the term trolley dodgers was attached to the Brooklyn Ball Club. I thought that was really, really cool. I, I had no clue. Um, I had never thought really about the whole Dodger name. And anyway, I, I just thought that was was awesome. So if you didn't know, now you know. Trolley Dodgers. Uh, the next question is, uh, which Dodger was the youngest player ever elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame? The choices are Duke Snyder, Jackie Robinson, Sandy Koufax and Pee Wee Reese. Again, which Dodger was the youngest player ever elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame? The answer, Sandy Koufax. Sandy Koufax's career peaked with a run of six outstanding years from 61 to 66 before arthritis in his left, left elbow ended his career prematurely at age 30. He was elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1972 at the age of 36. Well, I think this might be the easiest question out there, but I'm just going to throw it out there in case there's a few of you new Dodger fans that jumped on the bandwagon after they won the World Series this uh, past season. What legendary broadcaster called Dodger games from 1950 through 2016? Red Barber, Ben Scully, Bob Uecker, or Charlie Steiner? Ding, ding, ding. I don't think anybody got this one wrong. The answer is Vin Scully, who to this day is my all-time favorite uh, TV radio announcer, uh, the whole shebang. He is the best. So let's uh, go over one more question and see how well you know your Dodger trivia. Who did the Dodgers defeat to win their first World Series? Again, who did the Dodgers defeat to win their first World Series? Your choices are the Minnesota Twins, the Baltimore Orioles, the New York Yankees, or the Chicago White Sox? The answer, the 1955 Brooklyn Dodgers beat the New York Yankees in seven games, and that was their first ever World Series title. So a little fun Dodger trivia tonight. I'd love to know, uh, did I stump you? Did you get them all? Shoot us a message on on. Uh, on social media and uh, let me know. Uh, these are pretty easy. We're going to make the questions harder. Each so each show, we're going to have a little bit of baseball trivia. Uh, we're going to do some that are going to be just our local teams, some that are going to be major league questions. And uh, we may even, I may even give away some free tickets to a game later in the season. We'll have someone, I'll have someone come on the show and we'll ask these questions and see how you do. You cannot cheat. You cannot use the internet. So uh, maybe give away some tickets. We're going to now go to the Angels and we're going to do a, a few trivia questions for the Angels. Uh, here's a fun one. What year were the Los Angeles Angels founded? 1951, 1961, 1971 or 1981? Well, if you were at the Angel game tonight, even if you didn't have any knowledge of the Angels, it was pretty easy answer tonight because they are celebrating their 60th anniversary. So, of course, the Angels were founded. The Los Angeles Angels were founded in 1961. Before 1961, they were in the Pacific Coast League and they were the Hollywood Stars. Who was the first Angels pitcher to throw a perfect game. Bo Belinsky, Jared Weaver, Nolan Ryan, or Mike 
Witt. Good question. Again, who was the Angels' first pitcher to throw a perfect game? Once again, your choices, Bo Belinsky, Jared Weaver, Mike Witt, or Nolan Ryan? The answer is Mike Witt. His perfect game came against the Texas Rangers at Arlington Stadium on the last day of the 1984 season as both teams had been eliminated from the playoffs. Only 8,375 fans attended that game, and with the win, the Angels finished an even 500, which they had not done since the 1982 season. Uh, Here's a fun one, and... uh, I don't know the answer to this one. Oh, I didn't know the answer to this one. Uh, what is the name of the Angels Rally Monkey? Is it Angie? Is it Sally? Is it Beth? Or is it Katie? Again, what is the name of the Angels Rally Monkey? Angie, Sally, Beth, or Katie? And the answer is Katie. I learned something new tonight. I I would have never guessed. Uh, I got one more question for you. Who holds the single season record for stolen bases? Again, who holds the single season franchise record for stolen bases? This is a tough one. If you don't know your angel trivia, Mike Trout, Sean Figgins, Gary Pettis, or Mickey Rivers. I got this one right. The answer is Mickey the Quick Rivers, who stole a career-high 70 bases in 1975, which that year was tops in Major League Baseball. So we hope you, I hope you enjoyed some of that uh, Angel trivia. We're going to now go on to the San Diego Padres. And this one, I think, will start off pretty easy. Who, which manager took the Padres to their first World Series? Bud Black. Dick Williams, Jim Riggleman, or Bruce Bochy? Again, which manager took the Padres to their first World Series? The answer, Bruce Bochy. Bruce Bochy was the manager in 1998. Um, That is the wrong answer. You know, I... uh, (laughs) I'm just trying to trick all of you guys out there. You know, I actually read this question wrong. I thought this said... I read it to you, which manager took the Padres to their first World Series, but I wrote on my notes, which manager took the Padres to their 1998 World Series, which the answer is Bruce Bochy. But their first World Series manager was Dick Williams. So I apologize about that. I actually misread my own notes in question. So which manager took the Padres to the first World Series? The answer, Dick Williams. Which Padre won eight batting titles? Adrian Gonzalez, Tony Gwynn, Nate Colbert, Dave Winfield. That's an easy one. Tony Gwynn, the Padres' main draw during the 80s and 90s was Gwynn, nicknamed Mr. Padre. Gwynn had a 338 career batting average, and can you believe this? Never hit below 309 in any full season. Which Padre hit five homers in one day? That's a good one. Which Padre hit five homers in one day? Is it Adrian Gonzalez? Is it Phil Nevin? Is it Nate Colbert? Or Greg Vaughn? The answer, Nate Colbert. He was the first real star for the Padres. He was an NL uh, All-Star 1971 to 73. But his best day was August 1st, 1972, when he slammed five homers, one of only two players to have ever done so, Stan Musial being the other, and he drove in 13 runs in a doubleheader, helping the Padres sweep the Braves 9 to nothing and 11 to 7. Coincidentally, a young Colbert had attended the game and which Stan Musial originally set the single day home run record back in 1954. How cool is that? Um We're going to have some other fun trivia, Padres, Dodgers, and Angels on our next podcast, but I hope you enjoyed that. Just wanted to throw a few of them out there, and I've got questions for days. I have trivia for days for for, for baseball and for these three teams, so I think this will last us the entire baseball season. There's really some, some great trivia on here, so I really hope you enjoyed that. 
And before we end the podcast, or before I end the podcast today, I just wanted to give you a couple notes that came through. The Oakland A's have placed closer Trevor Rosenthal and Mike Fires on the 10-day injured list. Um, Trevor Rosenthal has a shoulder injury. Not sure how serious that's going to be. He had just signed a one-year $11 million contract. Uh, Rosenthal obviously has had some arm and shoulder issues in the past. So we'll have to see exactly how this plays out when it comes to Trevor Rosenthal. And also wanted to mention to you that the Washington Nationals opening day game today versus the New York Mets was post or yesterday was postponed due to COVID issues. And they're probably going to be postponing uh, uh, today's game. And they're hoping to get everybody back on schedule at four Oh five Eastern on Saturday. And that is about it when it comes to baseball. I really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Again, as I've said before, and I'm going to probably say it every show, this show is only going to be great if you are involved. So please, again, reach out on social media. If you are an Instagram user, go to Instagram and follow ATD with Bobby B. If you're a Twitter follower, go to at podcaster Bobby B and send me any questions, any comments you have in the baseball world. We will talk about it on our podcast segment. I'm going to have some special guests coming on our show here soon. Our next show, which will let's see, this is a Friday, Friday show. So our next show will be on Tuesday. I will recap all of the weekend's baseball uh, how, not every game, but we're I'm going to recap how the weekend went for all the different teams in Major League Baseball and especially our Southern California teams. And we're going to do our first MLB power rankings for the 2021 season. We'll be almost a week into the season, so have a little idea of how the first few games went. And again, we'll start our weekly power rankings. We're going to also do a, a rotation top 10 power ranking likely on our next show. We'll do some more baseball trivia we'll do some more date in this date in history and again um i would love to start a fair or foul segment if you guys are interested shoot a message on social media to me and i will give you guys the information to get on the podcast i'll bring you on and we'll have a lot of fun and and uh, have a nice interactive show come next week again i hope you enjoyed today's podcast happy opening day i hope your team's did well it's been gosh what 500 days or something like that since we were all able to attend or most of us could attend a major league baseball game due to COVID-19 I'm so glad it's back Uh, baseball is a big time passion of mine it's why I'm here doing this podcast for you guys and I can't wait to be back for the next episode you guys all have a great weekend God bless and I will see you guys on Tuesday morning hopefully with our teams all in first place Have a wonderful weekend.